Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good evening, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good evening, and good night, because we are lucky enough to have people from all over the world listening to us at the moment. And at the moment, today's particular program is going to be very, very interesting because it's a very, very much an international um, audience listening today. We have people in Bertang, we have people in Nigeria, people in Turkey, people in Australia and America, uh, right through Southeast Asia and Asia and uh, Nepal. And um, our special guest here today is Dr. Peng and Miro. Good morning. Yeah, hello. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the program. Uh, we'll come back to you. But before we start the official uh, part of their interview, uh, I just want to say how interesting this topic is going to be. But also, uh, I just want to say thank you to the people who have sent me emails during the week. There was a few people that sent me emails and a few messages that I got. And I just want to say it, it really is a pleasure to receive those messages and, of course, to get your feedback. Um, and most of the feedback has been very good, of course, but um, every so often some people say, why don't you do this, why don't you do that? So, you know, I'm happy to have any suggestions that people may have. But also um, they've asked me to bring a few people back because they thought that, you know, a lot more interesting than others. And, and everybody's interested in different things. And But this particular topic today, which is the SEM, STEM um, projects and all that sort of stuff that's happening at the moment, and in Adelaide... Um, we're here on Radio Italia Uno, which is 87.6 FM, and Happy Business Radio, which is what we're doing today. You can also hear it on podcast. Thank you to Ron from Podcast City because uh, Ron from Podcast City helps us to make it a podcast so we can go to air on Monday afternoons from 2 to 3 on Radio Italia Uno. So you can have a look on your devices, on your computers, and, and pick that up. Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Adelaide. So we have um, universities and schools and colleges all around Australia now advertising their campaign for new students and they're all uh, trying to get in on the STEM uh, technology and that sort of stuff. And there's some senior colleges here in Adelaide that are advertising, come and see our STEM program, you know. Um, so I'm not too sure, but, but the guy here with us at the moment, Miro, um, you know, you've invented this new RunLink technology. So um, you've had it for a couple of years now, and, and Dr. Penn has been helping you to promote it and produce, you know, uh, expand it around the world. And at the moment, we've got um, Gabriel, who's in Turkey, in Ankara, in Turkey. So, Gabriel, welcome to the program as well. Um, thank you. Thank good. you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. And Matt, we've got Matt listening out there as well. And, and I know that we had uh, Michael. Um, here from Adelaide as well, uh, listening in or trying to catch up to the program. And Dr. Penn, welcome back. Thank you so much, uh, Peter. Yeah. Nice to see you again. Now, I believe you have been uh, knighted, uh, I would say, by by several colleges, universities and countries around the world. Currently, <laughs> the Deputy Vice-Chancellor of Central University Institute in Bamenda in Cameroon. In Cameroon, yeah. international yep. uh, collaboration. That's quite an honour. So congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. And, and Miro, you've had a lot to do with this technology and you're teaching um, here from Adelaide, right? 
That, that's right, yeah. yes, and showing it all over the world as well, doing demonstrations more and more. Everyone's in demand to have a look at it now. Yeah, all over. excellent, excellent. So all that's done through Skype or, you know, uh, what Zoom. Are Zoom and, yeah. and all that. It's through the internet, right? Usually Zoom. Yes, yeah, usually Zoom. So if anybody else out there wants to know more about it, you can get in touch with uh, Dr. Peng and Miro through their uh, Zoom things at... at uh, uh, we'll give out the information that where you, they can find you as well. But tell us about what's happening now. Now, Gabriel, you're in uh, Turkey at the moment at the Ankara University. Gabriel? Uh, that university in Ankara, TED University. Okay. So tell us, what are you actually doing there with the stem cell technology that uh, Miro's in, it introduced you to? Yeah, well, um, I'll first of all introduce myself. I'm Gabriel. I'm a final year computer engineering student. Mm-hmm. I'll be yeah, I'll be graduating in June, and hopefully, I'll do my master's studies in Australia on artificial intelligence. So, uh, my graduation project was about a, a smart home because I'm interested in Internet of Things and artificial intelligence. So I was trying to build a smart home where users can comfortably control their appliances at home with just from their mobile phone or from a web browser over the internet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, ha- so do- how are you going with that? Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, what we are uh, in this setting what we are doing is I'm using microcontrollers I'm using the 80 mega to microcontroller uh, with a ESP8266 Wi-Fi chip mm-hmm. which helps me connect to this microcontroller and send signals from my mobile phone to the microcontroller in order to uh, control the appliances at home so I've been working on that project since uh, last semester so right now it's about six months right yeah since i've been working on this project because um i was just talking to dr peng a little while ago and he said that some people have been working on this technology for five to six months trying to get this technology to work and all the rest of it and then using miro's technology and uh, way he applies it it only takes about four or five hours to do the same thing um now to me Anybody listening here, you got to put the maths together, and it's very simple. If you got a thousand students, and they're going to take five months to work this out, that means there's five thousand hours of, of you know, five thousand um, students working on it, you know. But if you've got, you know, the thousand students, and they're only taking five hours to do it, that's a huge difference. Yes, one is 5,000 months. Yeah. The other one is 5,000 hours. Yeah, that's a huge difference. And so this, uh, so maybe, uh, um, Gabriel, uh, you can complete yeah. your experience yeah. there. So you said you spent yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. about uh, six months uh, doing your Internet of Things home automation project. Uh, can you uh, explain further, please? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, once you're calculating it about five months, it's not just five months of me doing research on my own bed. It's five months of me also seeking assistance from my professors and a friend in school because we're, in a, we're doing this project in a team. So it's not just me alone. So maybe you have to even consider the effect of me doing it alone more than five months. But uh, right now, uh, once let's just take 
uh, five months, for example. But I was surprised uh, when I completed the same project with Miro, who is the inventor of the running technology, in less than an hour. It actually seems like a magic to me because actually, actually, what I while beginning this project, my teachers they told me you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You need to search for new technologies on the internet and exactly. how they can help speed up your project and get you deliver it as soon as possible. But I searched for these technologies and I came across other uh, technologies like uh, I was using an application, a, a mobile application called Remote XY, which helped me to connect to the Wi-Fi chip. So once uh, once uh, doc I spoke with uh, Dr. Payne about this uh, Australian invention and he linked me up with Miro and I did a demonstration with him and the got results I was like uh, like very amazed such that I even decided to volunteer to share my experiences across our uh, schools high schools and universities in Cameroon because uh, at the moment I was uh, I discovered this I was in Cameroon but right now I am back in Ankara and I'm still continuing in this process to talk about this technology because so I actually witnessed it I mean are you Turkish or are you Cameroon what nationality are you so you're Cameroon okay so that so you yeah. were you were back home in Cameroon and you were working and trying to do this technology and then you've discovered it and now you've come to the Turkey University at Ankara and you work, you're studying there. Is that correct? Uh, uh, no, yes. I, I was studying in Tet University in Ankara. Yep. Then I went back to Cameroon for vacation. Yes. And why on vacations I discovered this technology. So Excellent. I decided to, yeah, I decided to talk about talk about this technology to high schools and universities in Cameroon before coming back to Turkey, such that uh, once I come here, I can continue to tell them about this technology. I can create a link with uh, those who are back home and tell them about this technology. I'm actually I'm actually an artificial intelligence mentor at the Central University Institute of Baminda. Fantastic, so it's, fantastic. Uh, it's that an is... honor for me to share this technology to, especially to uh, my people back home because yes. this is what we need. We are a yeah. developing country and we need efficient technologies to help us develop faster. I, I can vouch for what Gabriel said because I remember the session and Gabriel's face actually went pale <laughs> and he, he got a shock. I could tell he got yeah. a shock and I said... Um, what what uh, what surprises you about this? He said to me, and I didn't know, that he too just took five months to get to this point, mm -hmm. and he he just he just did it himself because I always get the demonstra demonstrator on the other side mm -hmm. to actually do the project hands on yep. from scratch within an hour. Yep. So th so that's why they're shocked because they did it. I yeah. don't demonstrate it to them. They actually you just finish tell them it what themselves. To do yeah, it. Yep. exactly. But this is the thing about this technology. I'm amazed that uh, it hasn't spread faster. You know, and you're not being rewarded for it. It will now. Yeah, he went I mean, straight on yeah. to the Australian Honorary yeah. Consul in Cameroon. Good on and, you. And and she's uh, Dr. Diane, and she's very very happy to give a hand. 
Gabriel, I, I think what you're doing is fantastic because you're you're not only picked up the information, but you're sharing the information and you're you're teaching uh, and helping uh, the the younger children at, in your country to um, take this technology on. So well done. That's that's fantastic. You're doing a great thing. We we call him the Archimedes of of Cameroon because he's sort of uh, running around uh, saying Eureka Eureka everywhere on all of the schools. Basically, six lines of coding compared to three hundred plus lines, or translated in his experience yep. in terms of time is five months compared to less than an hour. Well, we have we have um, a couple of other people on the line, I think, that we're trying to get in touch with at the moment, and a, a, we're wait, waiting for a couple of other people to come on the line. But I know that Matt's out there trying to uh, say a few things, and and uh, so we're going to have to take a break shortly. But Matt, if you've got anything to add, do you want any questions from out I, there? I, I don't want to take up too much time. I think we really need to uh, let these guys promote this opportunity and and help uh, the world you know get this uh product and program that can help make everybody's life better well the yeah. fact is that I, I remember seeing I've, I've got that thing in my car with the uh, in uganda where you the, the hand sanitizers and, mm. and stuff like that they had a, a camera mm. set up they have the automatic hand sanitizers and and in uganda like a lot of the african countries it's hard to come by water and they can't always wash your hands so well and there's a big water jug there and the uh, automatic dispenser and things like that. And there's a camera set up so you can see what's happening. You see, this uh, Gabriel's uh, short video is so inspiring. That's all you need to, 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 to transmit that uh, through Zoom, uh, through uh, YouTube, into Bhutan, into Nepal, yep. uh, into Malaysia, uh, as you say, Uganda. And, and this is happening really fast now. Yeah. So, um, Gabriel, we we have this thing podcasted, so this show will be podcasted. So you, it's on Happy Business Radio. So you just look up Happy Business Radio uh, from Adelaide, and you'll be able to um, tell all your friends to have a listen to it. it this is going to go live in, in a couple of weeks' time. I think it's going to be, uh, but we'll send you a, a link to that. We're, we're just about to take a break. We've got to take a break because we've got to say thank you to all our sponsors. So we'll come straight back after the sponsors. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, a family-owned and operated business for 19 years and counting. Our showroom and coffee machine workshop is based in Adelaide City Centre, where we showcase coffee machines, all types of coffee accessories and complimentary products, as well as five of our very own coffee blends, including our most popular Dolce Vita blend. Fine Choice Coffee Solutions is SA's home and authorised service centre for the fully automatic Euro coffee machines. Our staff are friendly and welcoming, and always looking forward to meeting new customers so come and say hi at 264 Gilbert Street in the city or you can shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals my role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 
Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley and you're listening to Happy Business with Peter Salerno Yes, thank you very much and thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio. We are so happy here today to have our our special guest with us and uh, sharing this technology which is just spreading around the world so, so fast. And of course, uh, I just want to say thank you to all our sponsors, obviously, because um, I encourage you to support the people who support us, go to their shops, go to their businesses and... uh, you know, do what we can to help a South Australian grow. And this whole show is about how to be happy in business, how to run your business more successfully, how to become better and better and better. And uh, if you want some help to run your business better and better, please get in touch with us, get in touch with me here, and I'll be able to help you. And more importantly, if I can't help you, I'll know somebody who can. So, you know, let's support the people who support us. And that's what business is really all about. And uh, that's what happy business is really all about. Now, the, the fact that I think that what you've done, Miro, you should be knighted. Um, <laughs> you know, so he's already, he's a pro vice chancellor of technology transfer in the same university there. I'm in. Good, I realise that, but I think he should be knighted, you know, <laughs> oh. as well as, you know, becoming vice chancellor or chancellor and, of the university. And I, I guess uh, the king of Bhutan may just do that. They call well, it a dasho there. Well, he will become a dasho one yeah, day. Yeah, dasho, yeah. <laughs> or in Malaysia, they call it datuk. datuk. So, and uh, I, I look, I... I you know, I really strongly believe that this information that you guys are spreading is going to help so, so many people in so many ways. And the the, the fact is that you've got this uh, rush, as you call it, or rust, and, and it's called uh, Runlink Artificial Intelligence Skill Transfer. And the fact that we're doing the skill transfer, I'm you know, super impressed. I really am because um, I heard the story about the guys that were... Uh, junkies in a way or at addicts um you know with computer games and Mm. computer skills and all that sort of stuff and it's all in their head and they're locked in a room and their parents are trying to get them out trying Mm. to get them to get off this you know a spin spinning wheel that's you know going down circles you know yes and and um then of course um there's a couple of guys over there i think ron you know the story that um a couple of people uh, from Malaysia were, were saying, look, what about this Runlink? And the guy said, well, what's Runlink? And he said, what? You don't know? And the, you know, you tease these people's brain, they quickly get upset that they don't know. So they found out about it. And then all of a sudden he says, well, why don't you help somebody else? And he started sharing it. And then there was somebody in an orphanage way over in Nepal who is also a junkie and a, and a you know, a, a junkie of well, AI well, video KI games. junkie video no, games. No, they you know, are link. seriously. Yeah, yeah they are. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, they're addicted, addicted, addicted to games. To and, you, know, games. you know, 15, 20 hours a day on yeah. games. And, and like, that's ridiculous. And I, I've met some people here and the same thing. But the, the point is they're, they're such addicted to these games. They just can't get off. Disruptive. They, they, you know, it, it affects every part of their business, every part of their life, every part of their family life. And what happens is the guy says, well, why can't you learn about this technology and then transfer it? So what he's done, he's picked up the skills and he's teaching other people. And all mm. of a sudden, last time we were on radio here, we were talking to somebody. Arifin. At, uh, you know, and Arifin. Uh, Arifin, that's right. And um, 
he was telling us and a couple of other people in Malaysia, we, we actually got them on the phone and spoke to them. And he's teaching people in Nepal who are in an orphanage. And, and when I talked to the people in the orphanage, the guy said at the time there was 21 uh, kids in using the orphanage. one computer. Yeah, using one computer. Mm. There you and go. one mobile yeah, phone. Yeah, there was one computer, one mobile phone, and 21 children at the orphanage were all studying run-link technology. Now, if that doesn't deserve a, you know, a medal of honor, I don't know what does, but you know. Um, if I can just say a few words about Arifin. Yeah. Uh, this, this I think will please everybody. As you said, he literally destroyed his family. Eight hours, ten mm -hmm. hours of games every day during the pandemic from March to yep. about June. Yep. Until he came across this uh, another addict, but this one is a substance abuser. Yep. Sonam, who's in from Bhutan. Yep. Uh, who said that uh, running actually changed his life because he said, what I learned from uni, I'm teaching to the kids. So yeah. I, I feel I'm very useful. So so he feel like a Harry Potter, he said. It's a message yeah. from God. And then that, <laughs> seriously then, yeah. uh, it went on to uh, Arifin in Malaysia mm -hmm. somehow. And uh, his uh, parents uh, were in hospital, depressed because of the constant uh, fight among themselves for three months, you know, during the pandemic. Mm. And so he's gradually replaced his um, uh, AI games, we call it, yep. with these uh, run-link uh, things that... Uh, Technology, like, yeah. Like, like uh, what Gabriel has described. It's yep. much more interesting there. And guess what? He just won a $30,000 scholarship. Wow. See? Going on to the Australian school in Kuala Lumpur. See? It started that, already. If that's not a good story, what is? <laughs> Seriously, this yeah. is then... Uh, he's going on television, yep. Astro, yep. Uh, uh, to, to, to explain how he, he arrived at that journey. Oh, and so imagine the economic impact. Yes. Not just individually, 30,000. And now uh, he's sharing the, that money, uh, part of it, to buy two tickets for his uh, friends from Penang to fly yep. down to Kuala Lumpur to his school yep. to tell about using running for gender equality. Yep. Well, to, they, to help the girls yes. so that they can double the human resource there. Well, that's the other thing I was going to raise, and we're going to talk about that in the next mm. session. I wanted to raise about the um, uh, stem cell sisters that you were talking about. I yeah, want to absolutely. find out more about that. So and we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Um, but the, the thing is, um, Gabriel, you're, you're on uh, still there. You can hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Good. Good. Gabriel, um, you were saying as well that you went, you were back home in Cameroon, you went to the schools and you're teaching uh, people there or telling them about the run-link technology. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 So you're doing the same sort of thing as what this other gentleman did. He's doing trust. Yeah. You're doing the sharing the skills and transferring your mm. skills. Yep. Yes. Is there exactly. anybody else, is there anybody else that you know back in Cameroon that is doing um, this running technology that is teaching it or helping others with it? Well, before before I started this uh, procedure, there were no other people. Mm -hmm. But right now, I know of Justin, who is also uh, into this uh, running technology. Mm -hmm. There is Herbert and other students and uh, other students of the Nestec community, yep. which are still trying to acquire these skills, because maybe it was uh, very easy for me to understand what's going on because of my position as a graduating student of computer engineering. Yes. Uh, but uh, maybe some of them are still not uh, aware of what this technology brings and 
that's my aim first of all try to let them know about uh what this technology brings as compared to uh time saving like five months in less than five hours and a hundred lines of coding to just few lines of coding and that's a I big difference doing, isn't it mm. yeah and right now we also have a uh, high school students from firm foundation mm -hmm. uh, a, a little kid called Banksy, and he could he was it was easy for him to grasp this technology and so i am mentoring him right now and i want to even take him to competitions in cameroon that involves uh uh, teenage, teenage students, high school students, so he can use this technology and come up with something that is innovative and be able to stand a chance to maybe win some accolades in this competition. If I can say Excellent. that uh, these guys are operating in an environment where power is interrupted. Yes, that's right? the thing. Internet they're using, interrupted they're using a the computer time. like I'm using. And now guess what they're doing? <laughs> they're turning every home yep. into a smart home. Yes. And so what is the smart home there? First, if the power interruption, then they'll put two solar panels about yeah. 370 watts so that yeah. they can at least charge their laptops and the mobile phone. Yeah. yeah, that's minimum. Then they turn the smart home into a smart school. Yeah. A smart school with quality education. So we always start and by a asking a simple question. <laughs> Is for Australia? For the for, for Cameroon, for Nigeria, for Bhutan, the first question we ask is what is quality education? Mm -hmm. Is quality education Five months or five hours. Five hours. <laughs> Look, if we can't tell the difference between that, we must not go forward. <laughs> Look, I don't know, but Miro, how do you feel when you hear this? I mean, without being egotistical, whatever, you must be very proud of the fact well, that what's happening. I, I, I think so. I guess, um, you know, sometimes you can feel overwhelmed that there's so many people asking for your help. Mm. But um, what I'm finding recently is that the young people are jumping on it and they're actually helping others to know about it. So, for example, there's a, a Jackson, which Gabriel just mentioned, in Cameroon, mm -hmm. and he he um, has grasped it so much that when he showed his friends the AI, mm -hmm. they couldn't believe it. He <laughs> said that they, they looked for an app. They said, no, there must be an app. You kind of done that. Mm. And there wasn't. And now they're actually uh, connecting into Zoom at 1 a.m. in the morning because their Tradition. internet is better. Yes. And they, yeah. they want to, you know, connect in. Um, and Jackson is helping them. Well, so. I, want to, I want to thank Gabriel for coming on at 3 o'clock in the morning because so. I think that what you're doing, Gabriel, of sharing, and this podcast is available, so if you want to tell other people about it, they can go on to Happy Business Radio and uh, they will find this particular podcast um, and, you know, in a couple of days or within a week, it will be uh, live on podcast and then you can uh, have a look at it or listen to it. You know, the, the we call it the Gabriel factor. It's so powerful. Five months compared to five hours. Yeah. Forget about less than one hour, right? Yeah. Let, let's have a pattern. Well, here. Five months to five hours. And when we say this to Nigeria, yeah. uh, Gabriel doesn't know about it yet. Every day we have people like that. Uh, coming well, we out have, of it now. We have, a, you have Kelvin in Nigeria yeah, that's, who's that's doing... Him. That's what yeah. I'm referring to. Kelvin. When he hear about the Gabriel factor, he couldn't believe what he's hearing. He's, he's the New York Science Academy ambassador well, in, 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 Nigeria. in Nigeria. And he has uh, permission from Elon Musk yep. to, to start the Elon Musk uh, Innovation Club. Yep. And, and his logo is that. And he has hundreds of, hundreds of kids. But what he say is, I have 
been struggling with uh, with five months of work to to do a simple on and off uh, to 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 them to us is simple yes. because it takes less than an hour Gabriel yeah. sure to them five months of struggling they still couldn't finish that uh, Internet of Things project. Well, Gabriel, do you know this Kelvin? Have you um, uh, we, connected we, with him not, or not? Not yet. We just discovered okay. him uh, in well, the last few days. Okay. So, Gabriel. Yes. Yeah. What I'm suggesting is that you get hold of Miro and Dr. Peng and ask them for Kelvin's information in Nigeria because um, you and he and, and uh, a couple of the other people should be uh, – communicating as well we were going and, to meet and, now yeah, on radio yeah, we're That's going to try and we introduce you to him, him now but unfortunately yeah. we, we've had some uh, yeah. problems trying to connect with people but um, there's also uh, Dup Joy in Dup J Dup J in Bhutan do you know him or do you know of Bhut J maybe I've forgotten his name but like okay so Stated we are we are trying to create a network of yes. this rust of the Ronnie artificial intelligence skill transfer. Yes. So yeah, we are happy to connect to other countries, other interested people, so that we can share our experiences. We can collaborate in maybe completing some projects using this amazing technology. Yeah. yeah. So, you see, the process of rust is Miro is a master trainer. Yeah. So he trained the other trainers like. Gabriel. Yep. So Gabriel always will now go on to Zoom. Whenever we have a Zoom workshop yep. between Malaysia, Bhutan, Thailand, Nepal, and so forth, and Cameroon, Gabriel is always there to well, give a lecture well, this is about what his this, own experience. Yep, Gabriel, I, you know, I commend you for what you're doing. And uh, you know, your, your name's going to go down in history, obviously, because you're one of the first ones using this technology. And more importantly, you're sharing it. Because that's what this uh, RunLink artificial intelligence and skill transfer is all about, you know. And if you can do the skill transfer, that means you're helping other people, you know, helping others, you know. And that's what, you know, that's what life is really all about. Well, isn't you know? that correct? Yeah. The more you give, the more you receive. Okay, we've got to take a break now. And uh, Gabriel, can you hang on there and hang on for another fifteen minutes with us? We'll come straight back. Thank you so much. Look, I'll put on the alarm yeah. clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have a five-minute sleep, and we'll wake you up in a minute. I will nap. Thanks, guys. Listen, we're talking to people at the moment from uh, all over Asia and Southeast Asia and parts of Africa. We've got people in Africa listening to us in Nigeria. We've got people in Turkey. We've got people ha all over Australia um, and Bhutan and uh, Uganda and other countries that are listening in at the moment. And uh, Matt. We're just going to take a break now. So thank you very much. We'll come straight back after this break. Yo. Ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite. Marble. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Granito. Marmo. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, que stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Now it's time for a mentoring session with Happy Business Radio. Hello, I'm Matt McQuinley, and today I want to talk about a fellow that I heard speak once at Military University many years ago. 
His name is Colonel Edward Hubbard. And I want to recommend his book, Escape from the Box, as I don't think I'm going to have enough time to do him justice. In his book, he discusses competition, perceptions, teamwork, purpose, among other topics. But the subtitle of the book is The Wonder of Human Potential. So that's what I want to discuss today. You see, Colonel Hubbard was a POW in a North Vietnamese prison camp for 2,420 days, a little over six and a half years. He talks about two areas of human potential, both physical and mental. The prisoners in the camp communicated by tapping on the wall. They could only do this when they would look under the crack in their cell door and see that the guard wasn't there. First, we will take a minute to discuss the physical part. One day, the top-ranking American POW tapped on the wall and the news got all around camp that he said, Men, we are in poor physical condition. Somewhat of an understatement. Every man must be able to do 50 push-ups and 100 sit-ups. Those of you that have been in the service know that sometimes commanding officers give you orders that you think seem completely unreasonable and a little bit crazy. This was one of those times. Remember, Colonel Hubbard was in a cell less than two meters squared. It was less than three paces diagonally across. He was eating 150 calories a day, which is the equivalent of one and a half apples. Or, if you like to fly, three of those little tiny bags of peanuts you get on the airplane. He was beaten. He was tortured. In the first six months of captivity, Colonel Hubbard went from 178 pounds to 98 pounds. In the cell next to Colonel Hubbard was a Navy guy. So Colonel Hubbard one morning decided to tap on the wall, tap, 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 and said, hey, want to have a push-up contest? He had to do at least 50 push-ups anyway, so he figured, hey, why not have a competition? The Navy guy agreed, so on the first day of the competition, Colonel Hubbard tapped on the wall, I did 100 push-ups. In a few minutes, the Navy guy tapped back, not bad for an Air Force puke, I did 150. Colonel Hubbard let that soak in for a minute and he said, hmm, and he tapped back, next month, you're first. The next month came and Colonel Hubbard learned a little bit about Navy guys. He found out they're a little sneaky. The Navy guy woke up that morning around 4 a.m., tapped on his tapped on Colonel Hubbard's uh, wall and said, I did 200. Colonel Hubbard said at that point he wanted to quit. He'd never heard of anybody doing 200 push-ups without stopping. Definitely never heard of anybody doing 200 push-ups without stopping when they were being starved to death. But he decided, hey, now I know what I have to do to win. I have a goal. So he got up and he did 220. He tapped back. I did 220. Navy guy thought about it for a second and tapped back. Next month, you're first. This went on and on. Anyway, Colonel Hubbard said that he'd never until that point in his life ever had a plan. So he set up a training plan. He did 10 sets of 20 push-ups. Eventually, he did 10 sets of 100 push-ups. Eventually, he was doing 1,000 push-ups before breakfast. Actually, breakfast wasn't a problem because he didn't get any. The competition ended when Colonel Hubbard was up to doing 300 push-ups without stopping. The Navy guy was at 660. So Colonel Hubbard, being a reasonably prudent guy, figured, hey, let's switch to sit-ups. So they switched to sit-ups. Same process. The Navy guy won that competition as well with 27 sit-ups. Colonel Hubbard could only, only do 2,000, which would take him about three and a half hours. Colonel Hubbard was an excellent jump roper, so he said, okay, well, let's try jumping rope. 
He ripped up one of his shirts, made a little rope out of it, and the competition continued. Colonel Hubbard finally beat the Navy guy. He did 3,640 skips without missing once, which was a Guinness Book World Record at the time. Colonel Hubbard does admit, though, the reason he won is the other fella got out of prison 20 days before him. So he had 20 days extra to, to train. Now let's turn our attention to mental potential. The Navy guy got moved out of the cell next to him, and they put into the cell a guy named Alvarez. Alvarez obviously is a Spanish surname, so he spoke Spanish. Colonel Hubbard convinced Alvarez to teach him Spanish by tapping on the wall. It's worth noting Colonel Hubbard was from Kansas, in the middle of the United States, in the Farm Belt. And in 1966, Americans barely knew there were other languages, much like spoke them. So for 18 months, Colonel Hubbard learned Spanish by tapping on the wall. Upon his release in 1973, Colonel Hubbard decided to get a master's degree. The master's degree that he wanted to get had a foreign language requirement. So Colonel Hubbard, before the first day of class, asked his instructor in Spanish to give him the final exam. So without hearing Spanish spoken, except for maybe a snippet on a TV show, without any formal instruction in Spanish, either written or oral, and without studying it, he aced the final exam and received credit for the AP language class. What do we learn from this? Well, probably too much to discuss right now. But one thing we can take away from these two stories are the fact that there are two kinds of people listening right now. One kind of person says, great, Colonel Hubbard did a lot of push-ups, he did a lot of sit-ups, he could skip rope a lot, he learned Spanish. The other person that says, what is the true limit of a person's potential? More importantly, what's my limit? I urge you all to try to find out. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you and welcome back to our podcast and to our radio show here on Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio. Again, thank you to all our sponsors. Of course, without them, we wouldn't have a show. So uh, if there's anybody out there that is looking to buy, sell or whatever, go and see our sponsors because our sponsors are the ones that uh, help you and they help us to keep going. And, of course, if you want to advertise your business or your services on radio, wow, Adelaide Radio Italia Uno is the place to go. Um, we have some special rates going right through this year because of the COVID and because of everything else happening. We're trying to help as many people as possible. So get in touch with me, get in touch with uh, Happy Business Radio or Radio Italia Uno Direct. And um, <clears throat> we have Martha here who would love to talk to you about any sort of sponsorship or helping you promote your business. And of course, we are in the studio here with Dr. Peng and Miro, and we're talking to people right across the world at the moment about this RunLink technology. And Miro, just before we went to the break, I wanted to uh, specifically talk about stem cell sisters um, because I know that a lot of 
young men and you know professors and students and and um, male oriented um, industry or computers but there are a lot of females in the computer business and the computer industry and um, a lot of young ladies now are getting into this stem cell and you were telling me about uh, Pravana and uh, Pravana is from Malaysia Penang uh, in yeah. Penang well you know she's from Malaysia and she's in Penang and um, she's about 15 years old she's very shy and uh, she's been learning this uh, Runlink technology and all of a sudden she's talking to one of her teachers and and uh, the teacher said wow what's this all about and then she said well could tell me a bit more and the teacher got so excited about it asked her to teach uh, explain it to the class and she's explained it to the class and now she's like 15 years of age and she was doing a seminar you were saying to the class tell, well, tell, she, tell she's us she's actually it. got uh, well I've been doing international um, workshops yep. and she's been joining them for a couple of months as well and there have been uh, girls joining there's another one uh, Rufida I think has been on this radio That's station right. before yes. from uh, Bangladesh yep. she's also um, very keen as well uh, but uh, Pavana um, showed some of the things she's been doing and they they couldn't believe that she's making so much progress so quickly. And so they sort of said that, um, you know, the other students would like to know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you be able to run through like a, a an actual set of projects over a number of weeks so I think there's about seven weeks of projects that they're doing specifically on this Runlink technology so that the other students can do hands-on and then they put it open and they said mm-hmm. said to the school they said whoever wants to join you know sign up and then this huge list started coming <laughs> coming up that everybody wants to, to join these sessions that they're doing like on, on Sundays sort of remotely mm-hmm. uh, for anyone that wants to join for, with the class. And yesterday she did a session. And I have to tell you, for a shy girl, I was stunned. I couldn't believe she, she, she put this PowerPoint together mm-hmm. and she did like this summary on Runlink. And I, I looked through it and I said, I've got, I've got to let these young people do it because she does it better than me. <laughs> She's just like amazing, you know, they the way relate. that she... They can relate yeah, to exactly, other students. That's exactly. Right. And so that's just incredible, like the way that she's been able to do it. I, I was surprised. So and, and, and I want to say something I, real quick about, yeah. um, about, uh, about empowering women. I, I feel that's very, very, very important in the areas... In, the, in a lot of the countries you guys are dealing with, Southeast Asia, Africa, the Middle East, I mean, mm. if women are empowered, if you get smarter young women, they become smarter mothers. And if they're smarter mothers, their kids don't get radicalized. I'm sorry if I'm talking about something that might be a little bit taboo, but, you know, if the reason why the, these kids and boys, in America, it's boys joining gangs. In Africa, Southeast Asia, and the Middle East, it can be, you know, they become, they become terrorists. But if, the par- but if the mothers are smart, they can present to their kids their op- other opportunities out there. Nobody goes, nobody's mother says, I want my kid to grow up and be a suicide bomber, but they don't see any other options to support the family. And that's why they do it. Not because they believe, but because it's all that's available to them. Well, Just the like thing the is, in the south side of Chicago. we need we need to have uh, smarter smart women in smart industries because the fact is there are a lot of um, 
smart women at leaders in the community. A lot of smart women leaders. They're not just mothers. You know, it's yeah, not about it being just a well, smart they mum. Mothers, it, and yeah, they it is. Yeah, for other women yeah, to become but, mothers. But that, it is yeah. very and hard it's to. It's not misogynistic to say such a thing. I mean, oh no, no, I'm not saying it's, that. It's in, it's, in, yeah. it's in the best interest of society to empower women. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it is hard. We tried that for years in Australia, uh, in Malaysia. Yeah. The number of girls uh, involved in STEM yep. is actually very little, yep. less than ten percent. Even why, in Australia, right? That's so why we're talking about STEM sisters because STEM we cell need sisters, yeah, STEM cell sisters. Right? We need more women and in the in learning computers and computer yeah. skills, and most importantly, the skill transfer. And we need to people helping each other. Yeah. And, and you know, there's no reason why Gabriel um, in Cameroon can't help a whole lot of women as oh, well as he there's in no boundaries Turkey anymore. learning. So you know, now on Zoom, well, there's no boundaries might, anymore. Might get jealous. Yeah. That might yeah. be and, and so, if my if I can uh, just uh, uh, say a few words about Pavana's uh, story. Yes. Um, it is hard to get girls involved in STEM. Yep. In Malaysia, it's actually in decline by four percent. Yes. Uh, the the twenty twenty. 2019. Yeah. And so these are minister's uh, statistics. It's, yep. it's published. And so we have found it absolutely easy. Now well, with Runlink, because with one line, they can create vision between the camera and the laptop yep. anywhere in the world. With two lines of code, they make their own uh, web page with yep. two buttons or on and off things. And, and uh, lights, yep. sound, motor. Well, with three it. lines of code, they yep. can uh, include artificial intelligence voice that say, uh, police on the way. Yep. Uh, uh, your photo has been sent to the police. Run or you go yep. to jail. Yes. Something like that, even 10 years old can do it, right? But yep. more important, if I can stress the fact that it is needing a lot of help, right? Mm -hmm. Miro and me and, and a few Gabriels yep. is not enough to get all the millions of girls involved, right? <laughs> Guess what? As soon as Pavana say yes to the workshop, Yep. We got engineers signing up to mentor. Yes. And these guys are making apps engineers. Yes. That is crucial. And so Mr. Bay then immediately go and buy a set and say, I'm going to the school and mentor them. Yeah. So well, that is more exciting to 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 to, to share that uh, the solution is there. That's the so point. so they uh, met. There will be a lot of girls involved now yes. because Ooh. of this uh, technology that uh, is invented in Adelaide. Well, the so, thing the thing about this is, it's like I said, it, education is for everyone, and and the more educated we are, the better it is for everybody. And the more we learn, and the faster we learn, the better it is for everything. And and things are moving so fast nowadays that you can't take five months to do something that would take five hours with your technology. And you, you, and this yeah. is, you know, all of a sudden you've got. You know, a thousand students working on five months, it, it, that's 5,000 uh, months. Exactly. And the king and of Bhutan saw a, that. Yeah. And, and the king of Bhutan and, saw yes. the opportunity. And, and guess is, what he did? Yep. He now employed three graduates to roll out STEM as a daily language. Excellent. That is the king's strategy. It's not my strategy. Yes. And so what is he using? Three years ago, they have never heard of the word STEM. Yes. Right? So we introduced that into Lot 14 yes. of Bhutan. Yes. We, we call it Lot 14, Lot 14 now. <laughs> We're creating Lot 14 in Bhutan yeah. now, which they call yeah. it a tech park. I said, no, you will get a super Lot 14 going yeah. in Bhutan. Yeah. And that was 2018. By 2019, yeah. the, the king decided to ex establish, uh, what do you call? This Royal Society for yeah. STEM. Yeah. By, 20, uh, 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 by 2020, yeah. he decreed in his uh, National Day mm -hmm. 
celebration speech yeah. uh, in education reform yep. that he wants to make STEM a daily language. Guess what is this year? He's going to invite Elon Musk to do the job in Bhutan. Yes. What did Elon Musk say? AI will destroy humanity. Mm-hmm. Same as uh, Stephen Hawking, right? Yep. And where is the solution? Yep. Right here from South Australia. Yep. Well, that's that's what we're that's what I'm so proud about. You know, I mean, you guys should be super proud. You know that uh, an idea from Adelaide has gone now and taking over the world uh, very quickly, and it's it's taken a well, while. With a king growing. on the side, I think we yeah, wouldn't I think we be. We need to understand, though, for the listeners. I mean, what. You know, for the people that are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s and just use technology but don't understand it, I mean, what is the difference between, first question is, what is the difference between this technology and something like Google Nest that you just use to turn on your light? Excellent question. Thank you, Matt. And the second, second question is, when you say, say that this technology is going to save, you know, the save us the world from AI, you know, the horror stories of Terminator and all that that mm. Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk believe in. Mm. How is this technology going to do that? Absolutely. Miro, you want to... Sure. Okay. okay. Uh, very very simple to explain. Those technologies are pre-packaged. People don't know how they work. This technology, within one hour, the student actually does it themselves and they understand exactly how it works which means that they can change it, use their creativity to expand it whatever way they want. So they have a grasp on how that works straight away. Well, that's, that's, that's the huge difference. Yeah, as an inventor, Miro has said that clearly. Let, let's get Gabriel. Can you, can you give Gabe. your own... Uh, yep. uh, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, Gabriel, please. You've got maybe about uh, 30 seconds to explain that. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once we look at this technology and compare it with Google Nest, so let's just take for a simple case. So you like uh, you already have your home set up with Google Nest, and you want to add some other appliances to it. So what are you gonna do? Maybe you're gonna call an engineer from Google, or you're gonna call someone who has experience in this Google Nest technology to come do that job for you. But with this technology, we are talking about training kids for as low as eight years old to be able to add devices to this uh, to their network i call them like we call them iot network to the various uh, to the various nodes so that's a perfect example perfect example because it means like <clears throat> you know i get one of those google bank turn on the radio turn on the tv do this do that but if i want to add another device to it it's going to be hard to add another device to it. If I want to change something, I can't. You need I to have call to pay, Google. I have to pay somebody a lot of money. But you do it call yourself. Google. You get one of the kids to do it. The kids, you just get your nephew or niece come in and say, hey, darling, can you add this? No, you only need to call Pavana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing about it is they can do it from anywhere in the world. Mm. You know, like, you know, I can ring you up and say, Gabe, can you fix that up for me? <laughs> yes, from Turkey. Or if, or if he's sleeping, you go and call Bhutan, they will be awake. So how does that save us from Skynet and the Terminator? Look, we'd love to answer that, but we don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep look, it to the next session. We, we this have is a fantastic to, question, yeah, look, Matt. We've got some great questions. So thank you, Matt. Thank you for those questions because we, we've got to wind up now. We've got uh, a couple of other things we need to do, and we'll come straight back after that. So thank you very much. Hang on, and we'll be back in about five minutes. 
At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Radio Italia 1 Okay, thank you very much. Wow, this morning is just flying. Today's program has just gone through so fast. We've got the last five minutes here and we're going to reset everything and go, go from now. And uh, we, we, I just wanted to say um, what's next sort of thing. And um, Gabriel, we've got you on. Um, you're from the Cameroons, but you're currently studying in Turkey. And we're you know, doing this live uh, from Turkey at the moment. And uh, there's other people around the world listening at the same time. So um, tell us, like, what's next for you? Because you're about to graduate, you know, a couple of months' time. In June, you'll, um, three months, whatever it is, time. In June, you'll graduate. What's, your, what's next for you? What's your um, ambition at the moment, I think, was uh, probably a good way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with you my ambitions. So in a couple of months, I'll be graduating. I've acquired a lot of skills, and most importantly, I've come in contact with this uh, amazing disruptive technology, which which is going to help me a lot. So I'm passionate about changing communities, especially uh, developing communities like my country uh, in Cameroon. So I intend to take this technology since it's going to help us uh, reach the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals very easily for quality education, gender equality, equality, and the education of uh, internal of things. So I would like to continue in in sharing this, uh, this and in working on this uh, RAST, that is running artificial intelligence skills transfer project in order to educate other people so that we can collectively uh, help our various countries develop or help the world as a whole become a better place. Good on you. What wonderful. Very well, that's, mm. a, that's a noble cause that you've got there, you know. But the, um, the thing that I think, <laughs> you know, um, we talk about AI, which is artificial intelligence. And, you know, it, when I was growing up, people would say, uh, you know, he's a bit artificial. And when they say somebody's artificial or he's not real, you know, they say he's not real. And then they, they'd say, come on, boy, be real, be real. So it was a big thing about being real. Today, they've got courses on AI, which is being unreal. <laughs> it does, it's sort of like a comic set. You know, it's, it seems funny that everybody's trying to become artificial instead of being real. So, and the other thing is you, you talk about disruptive technology. 
um, you know, I, I want to change that to a more positive thing. I, I want to put it to I- inclusive or sharing technology or some other way of saying mm. that this is really not disrupting, this is improving. You know, this is an improving technology. I, I suppose Gabriel says disruptive in the sense that look at what he does in uni is being disrupted by primary school kids. <laughs> Very positive. Yeah. Look, Gabriel, um, I wish you all the best in the future. I hope to be able to keep in touch and at some stage we'll have you back on the radio and see how you're going. You. Um, and if there's, you know, if you want to contact me at any time, uh, just look up Happy Business Radio. Um, and I'm here in Adelaide and you know, I'd love to contact and, and keep in touch. Obviously, you're going to keep in touch with Miro and Dr. Peng um, all the time. Um, and look, you know, I'll be talking to them regularly and we see each other regularly because we're just around the corner from each other here in Adelaide. And of course, um, Adelaide's such a beautiful city and, and it's an intelligent state. You know, we, we have a great um, universities here that, that teach um, artificial intelligence. And, well, uh, Elon Musk has been here. He picked yeah. up a check for $50 million. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, came the bat. he came to Adelaide and set up one of his big batteries here in South Australia. So, you know, and he's been here a few times, I, I believe. Um, but also, I just want to encourage you um, to teach and help the stem cell sisters, you know, and try and, try and grow the stem cell sisters. Um, get in touch also with uh, Pravana from... Uh, Penang, get in touch mm-hmm. with the other people and network with all of them as much as you can, you know, and every one of you to network as much as you can. Keep in touch with Miro and Dr. Peng. And Gabriel will be on Zoom this coming Sunday with Pavana. Great. She has about six more weeks. Well, this show will be live on radio in two weeks' time. Um, so we'll be, we'll be there on the 5th, on the 5th of, of April. So you'll be able to hear it on radio on the 5th of April. So thank you very much to everybody. Miro, thank yeah, you for coming thank in. You. Thank Dr. you. Dr. So Pan, Matt, thank, thank you for hang, hanging in back there. And no uh, everybody else that's on the, re- on the phone and, and listening at the moment, thank you very much. I look forward to talking to you next time we can. Thank you very much. Thank you. And to thank all you, the Ron, from uh, Podcast City, thank you, Adelaide. Ron. Thank you for helping us with the program. See you guys. Thank you, Matt. Bye. 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 You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.